Welcome everyone to the Daddy Sharps podcast. You are listening to episode number 70, John. 70. Oh, by the way, my name is Luke. You're John. I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. Yeah, and we're just a couple of dads who break down the games your square hole buddies are just too scared to break down. Check us out on social media at Daddy Sharps and at Daddy Sharps Podcast. We're also on YouTube and we've got a ton of stuff on our website. That's DaddySharps.com. Yes, and we always begin the old podcast recapping our best bets from last week. We're back on track. We finally got college out of the way here, so we're back on track. Four and three in best bets, eight and six in featured bets, 12 and nine overall. Uh, that equals profit. Okay, that's profit, yeah, my friends. That's profit, profit. <laughs> Up your units, folks. Here we go. Strap yes. on the seatbelts. We've got a recap, though, before we get to our best bets this week, and we've got a lot of best bets. And we're going to do it differently, and we're going to explain as we get to it. But let's yes. recap our best bets from last week. I'll start us off with the national championship. We had the Washington Huskies, of course, just last night against the Michigan Wolverines. I made under 55 and a half my best bet, and the total was fifty uh, was 47, excuse me. So that, John, was a winner. Boom. And the Chicago Bears to the NFL played at the Green Bay Packers. A lot of people, including myself, said, take the bears at three and a half that's not an excuse i will take full credit for that yes uh packers you know which really we'll talk about this later as well they have all the wide receivers back and aaron yes. jones was great so now they're they're hitting on all cylinders here that bet by the way was a loser because of that and then i said uh you know buffalo bills traveling to miami take the bills at minus three they will win this game no problem great game and even with three turnovers josh allen won that game and they covered the three that was a winner we were very frustrated in the first half but we yes. were glad it ended the way it did yep. <laughs> all right national championship washington michigan we both had the unders so that was a winner winner for us both i also liked washington plus four and a half Penix did not look comfortable i think that affected how well he could throw that ball so that was a loser then we had the money line parlay, the Green Bay Packers money line, Jacksonville money line. Both teams win. They're in the playoffs. Hey, the Packers took care of business. The Jags looked horrible. Definitely along in the offseason for these guys. That's a daddy sharp loss. Then the Tampa Bay minus five and a half at Carolina. I love the Bucks all year. They are one of my most profitable teams. They cover. That was a daddy sharp win. They cover without scoring a touchdown, my man. That's Cover crazy. Five and a half. <laughs> Carolina's horrible. They're just horrible. Yeah. I actually, I actually took uh, Carolina on some plus money. Uh, I think it was an evening. Was it in a teaser? I can't remember. I, I just, I, I, I couldn't. No, I took it straight up. Five and a half. Yeah. And I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe it. The yeah. touchdown. They, they diving for the end zone and and fumbled it. I mean, it was it, that. That was it. That was. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like such an idiot for betting Carolina once again. <laughs> You were right. You, I got to get to you. You were right. We were fighting. We, we were in disagreement on that one. Yes. Yep. And you nailed it. You nailed All right. it. So there's no college games this week. The season Yay. is finally over. Hooray. <laughs> yes. So we're on to super wild card weekend. Hey, this is actually when me and you, this is probably our favorite weekend of the whole year. Yep, we're breaking absolutely. down every game, a ton of best bets here. So, without further ado, my friend, let's do this thing. Mr. Luke, That's who right. you got? We're, we're going to break down every single game. So we've got a lot of them. Get your pen and paper out right now. So, I'm going to start with the Cleveland Browns playing at the Houston Texans. The Browns on the road, their favorites by two and a half. The over-under is 44 and a half on this one. My best bet, take the Browns, minus two and a half. 
CJ Stroud is going to be a great quarterback, John, and the Texans have a lot to look forward to in the next several seasons with that rookie contract of his. He again, but he's still a rookie. He's still a rookie playing playing with a banged up offense. He's only got like one wide receiver that's healthy that's worth anything, and it's against this weekend one of the best defenses in the league. The Browns are also a franchise that is hungry to make a deep run into the playoffs yet again. It has been decades since that has happened. They've come up short of the Super Bowl. They've never played in that big game. So Joe Flacco is their guy now, the veteran quarterback. Mm -hmm. He's been here before. And if the Browns can get the running game going early, they have a ton of weapons as well through the air. And Amari Cooper says he's feeling better. There's a chance he could play. I haven't I haven't seen the latest result. Uh, you know, tomorrow Wednesday is uh, we record this uh, tonight on Tuesday this week, but Wednesday is the big practice day, right? Where you kind of yes. get a feel for okay, okay, there's a chance. Yeah. Texans defense though is worse than their offense. The Browns will just be too much for him. Uh, I like the Browns. My best bet minus two and a half. All right. So a lot of these, the way we're doing this, a lot of our bets, we like the same bets, but we might have different best bets. We might we might like different things a little bit more in each game. And this Plenty. one, my best bet, I like the under 44 and a half. All right. So I'm gonna hit I'm gonna hit the the listeners here with some truth first. Flacco. This guy's four and one as the starter to the over on the year so far. He's playing out of his mind some of the best football this guy's ever played. And Luke, what do I like to say? He's a he's having a fairy tale season. How? People die in fairy tales all the time. I am How seeing a you. huge revenge spot here, sir. These two teams just met on Christmas Eve, and Cleveland beat Houston thirty six to twenty two in Houston. One major difference here: Stroud's going to be back in this game. He didn't play in that last game. It was Davis Mills. That was the Amari Cooper game. Everybody remembers it. 265 yards, two touchdowns that day. Defensive-minded head coach D'Amico Ryans won't let that happen again. I expect them to play Flacco much better after seeing him play a few weeks ago. He's going to have a much better plan for Flacco. At home, Houston is a much stronger under team. Four of the last five games have finished under the total. Any guesses who finished over? It was the one Cleveland game, <laughs> the one Cleveland game a few weeks ago. So for me, hey, I, I'm with you. I like Cleveland to cover that two and a half, but I like the under in this game. I think Houston's going to have a little better showing defensively. I do too. I like the under in that one as well. And in fact, I bought it the other day. Yes. So, okay, we've got the Miami Dolphins at the Kansas City Chiefs. This is going to be a fantastic game. The Chiefs, the, the line has moved a little bit here. Uh, Chiefs favored by four right now. The over-under is 44. My best bet, take the Dolphins plus four. So the line opened at three. I bought the fins at plus three and a half. And now I'm waiting and watching. I'd love for that number to keep shooting up. You know, I think the Chiefs are one of those teams, especially playing at home, where square betters will pop out. I'm hoping they're laying some more money on there. I'll buy the I'll buy yeah. the Dolphins again and again. And, and here's why. Going to be a weather game. Close to zero degrees, wind chill of minus 10 degrees. That's cold. Yep. There's a lot of talk about warm weather teams traveling to cold weather cities and how they perform horribly. And, and obviously, we're talking about the Finns here. Uh, it's a short week for the Finns, Sunday to Saturday as well. So that's maybe a, maybe a mark against them. But the Finns also have a lot of injuries, right? They're they're down like something like four or five outside linebackers. They're, they're really hurting. Yes. But Mostert and Waddle should be back on offense. And I will take, quite frankly, a shootout any single day. 
How scared were we at the end of the Bills game when Tua would just start chucking the ball downfield for the Cheetah? He he yes. dropped several passes, but we, every time we're like, oh, God, no, 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 no. Yes. Why were we thinking that? Because it can happen because yep. they're an explosive team. We were holding our breaths, and the Chiefs should feel the same way, especially with the Cheetah returning to Arrowhead Stadium for the first time. You think he's not going to play because he was limping a little bit? No, like, he's mm-hmm. going to play in that game. Injuries also have a way of galvanizing teams here. The Dolphins have a ton of talent on their roster. Again, I think Mostert will will be the key, perhaps. Uh, they need to start running against the Chiefs and open up that 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 uh, passing game. The Chiefs have struggled. We cannot forget this. They have struggled toward the end of the season here. They don't typically cover anyway. If you like the Chiefs, you miss the minus three. You miss the three. So I don't know if you're going to get the three and a half again because I think it's just going to get stay at four or go up from there. My best bet, Miami plus four. I really like the Dolphins here. I don't. I think people are crazy. The Chiefs are just all of a sudden going to look like this. They're going to turn it all around in one game and, and yeah. show everyone that they're on the way to another Super Bowl win. It's not going to happen. Miami is going to is going to pull themselves up and together, and they got a lot of talent, and they're going to they're going to they're going to cover. Yes. And I, I agree with you. I totally agree with you on Miami to cover. But I'm looking at what is my single best bet in this game. And I'm going with a prop here. Isaiah Pacheco over 59 and a half rushing yards. Just before we recorded, that's where the total's sitting right now. You can get it at minus 115 at some of the books out there. And for me, uh, the data is in our favor. But with my heart and my brain, you're looking at the injuries and the cold weather. This is the toughest game of the weekend, but you just got to go with the data on it. On one side, you had the high-flying Miami Dolphins with a ton of injuries. Waddle and Hill hobbled. Edge rushers hurt. The linebacking core beat up. They're signing guys off the street. On the other side, you have a different kind of Chiefs team. Strong defensively and not the high-scoring juggernaut we are used to. But the bet I love is the hard-running Pacheco hitting that 60-yard mark. Miami has a top-10 rushing defense on paper, but I think it's kind of a mirage. I think it looks good because nobody runs on them because they're up by two touchdowns in almost every third, fourth quarter. Nobody's trying to run against these guys. In the last five games, they were one-score wins for the Dolphins or a loss. The Dolphins gave up an average of 114 rushing yards a game. So when these guys are playing close games, they're giving up rushing yards because people are running. These two teams met earlier in the year. Pacheco had 16 carries for 66 yards. He's averaging 67 yards a game, and he's coming off a rest week. If you look at the playoff run last year, Pacheco averaged 66 yards a game. That includes a 26-yard effort against Cincinnati that at the time was a top 10 defense against the run. So a really tough matchup for him there. In the other games, he was at 90 and 76. So back to the injuries. Miami says they're going to have to sign linebackers off the street. They're going to have to play them off the street. And one of them, one a familiar name for you, Mr. Seahawks, Bruce Irvin. Oh, yeah, like that that's, guy. That's one of them, and they just signed Justin Houston today. These guys are going to play, and how far away are we from the game? Five days? they got to learn this defense in five days. I expect that to open up the middle of the field for Pacheco. I love this prop. I liked Pacheco in the frigid temperatures to hit the 60-yard rushing mark, and we cashed a minus 115. Yeah, I'm with you on that all the way. I think Pacheco has a huge game. And I think, again, I think it's going to be a running game for both teams. Fantastic. Well done. Yes. yes. Well done. 
All right, man. Another game. A lot of people are uh, just uh, maybe not talking about, or I am, and I'm scared to death of this. I, I really am. I'm scared to death of this. Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> at the Buffalo Bills. The Bills land ten at home. The over under is thirty six and a half. Pretty low. Again, could be another weather game. Lake effect snow is is being talked about right now, and that's what I'm really betting on here. So I'm betting on the weather being horrible in this one. My best bet, and it's a risk. I'm scared. I get it. Steelers plus 10. Mm -hmm. I, I want the 10 before it goes down again because if the forecast changes closer to kickoff, it will. If this is a bad weather game, cold snow in Buffalo, maybe it's snowing during the game, it's right there on the lake. The Steelers have the best chance here to cover because both teams will have to rely on a run-first offense. I understand TJ Watt is out. I get it. I'm okay with that. I think they have other D linemen who can actually get to Allen and Cook I mean, you're gonna have to contain Allen anyway, and, and have a you know have a spotter there looking at him so he doesn't rush anyway. Uh, it's mm -hmm. the Steelers' defense though that scares me. They, they are um, 26th in net yards per play. I'm sorry, Steelers' offense that scares me. Yes, um, it, it, they're 26th in net yards per play this season. But you know they're gonna be happy running the ball. They've had some great run games down the stretch again. I get it. It was against the Seahawks and the Ravens, second and third stringers. But in a low-scoring weather game, they can hang with the Bills, and they rank second in the NFL in luck right now. I mean, I feel kind of silly saying that, but it it is a it is a stat that I believe in. Mm -hmm. And by luck, I mean this: interceptions dropped by their opponents, passes dropped by their opponents, field goals and extra points uh, by their opponents, and fumble recoveries by either team. And speaking of turnovers, Josh Allen, we watched it last week again: three turnovers last week and he got away with it he yeah. got away with it but in a low scoring game that is a weather game is he gonna get away with that again and 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 you know what else uh i looked up a stat that you love yes. um they're they're a turnover differential both teams are on the plus side but between the two of them the steelers have a plus nine turnover differential positive yep. so I, I i i call me crazy man i i don't i think the steelers are one of the worst teams in the playoffs I think they can cover that 10. Surprise, surprise. I'm with you on that. Oh, I, I like the Steelers here too. It's so I like, tough. It's so tough. But I don't I'm, like him at nine and a half. I like the 10. I want the 10. I'll take a push, you know, yes, if, if it comes yes. to that. But I don't want anything lower than that. Uh, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the easy way out. You mentioned it, weather. And I like the under 36 and a half here. If you can get that half point, 37 is a key number. Under 37 if it's not too expensive. But right now, you can get it at under 36 and a half. And like I said, the key number here is that 37. You need it to be at it or preferably above it. I don't know if we're going to get there as we get closer to the game. If anything, this is going to go down as the weather becomes more accurate. So you got to get it now. First, I'm going to give you the bad news, though. Like you mentioned, TJ Watt's going to be out for this game after suffering a knee injury in his last game. It's a huge loss that will affect the total here. And now the good news. It appears the Steelers are going to get both starting safeties back for this game. One of them, ball hawking Minka Fitzpatrick. This guy is going to be huge. And you also get the little factor of that weather, like we mentioned, that's going to help this under. They're expecting snow, 28 mile per hour winds. Me and you read earlier in the week, it's going to be 50 mile per hour winds overnight. If that extends into the game time, oh, they're not going to get anywhere. They won't even get over 20. It's going to be very tough to move the ball here. I like the under 36 and a half. 
Yep, bought that yesterday. Nice. Yes. Yes. <laughs> hey, I I can't have a best bet without a teaser here. Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to tease them down to a one or a one and a half, depending on what number you can get out there. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers up to an eight and a half or nine. Green Bay Packers are playing at the Cowboys. That line was minus seven. Now it's seven and a half. Uh, Cowboys land that at home. So there is your one or one and a half on the teaser right there. The over under is 51 in this game. Cowboys are going to win this game, I believe, easily at home. Um, they are the better team, even though the Packers are cooking lately. And finally, they all have they have all the wide receivers back. And it showed last week, looked healthy, looked really good. But I just like my chances better with the Cowboys down at a minus one. Mike McCarthy, not a good coach. And I don't know if you heard uh, Jerry Jones in an interview uh, last week um, or just after the game uh, about Mike McCarthy's future. He, he still said, well, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, thanks. We'll see. Great. Dak Prescott questionable in the playoffs, as we all know. But there are a couple stats that I like here. I I, I like these stats. You're going to hear this a lot. Uh throughout the week not not from just us but a lot of different places quarterbacks making their playoff debuts against veteran quarterbacks are john 17 35 and 1 against the spread and 17 and 36 straight up so that includes jordan love also cj stroud mason rudolph and actually tua tua falls yeah. in that category they were in the playoffs last year but he didn't play he didn't yes. play in the game he was out with a concussion uh but it's also uh here's another one i love dak prescott at home when favored by more than seven points 14, 7, and 1 against the spread. I know. Green Bay, though, is cooking. They're cooking. And um, I'm going to tease the Cowboys down. Next game, Philadelphia Eagles uh, are playing against the Bucks on the road in Tampa Bay. The over-under is 44 in this game. The Eagles uh, were favored by 2.5. Now they're favored by 3. That line has moved. So there is your 8.5 or 9, whatever you want to get. Uh, I got the eight and a half because I bought it early. Always buy your numbers early. The Eagles yes. are not playing well. We all know that. We see now that they're on the road for Super Wild Card Weekend. This is going to be a closer game than people think. A lot of questions about A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts, their status. They're going to play, I, I think, is what everyone, everything is trending that way. But how injured are they? Meanwhile, though, the Bucks. We got to remember, they're, they're not a great team. They're a pretty bad team that won a bad division. And yet they seem to find ways to get it done with Baker Mayfield. Uh, but let me ask you this. Would you, if if the Broncos said tomorrow, we're going to sign Baker Mayfield as our starting quarterback, how would that make you feel? Mm. Would it be great? I want Jameis Winston. Yeah, wouldn't you just kind of say, uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> true. We're, how true. about this? We're going to sign Baker Mayfield to a five-year contract. I don't like that. <laughs> And that's why I'm teasing the Bucks up to play it safe in a close game. That that is my best bet there. Dallas Bucks teaser. All right. This is where me and you are gonna disagree. Although I Not do really. like the, I do like Not the teaser, really. but this is me and you talked a little bit about this. This may be my craziest bet of the week. It but is, I think. I, I like it and the data supports it. Green Bay at Dallas, minus seven and a half. I love Green Bay plus seven and a half in this game. I love this bet. Give me the Packers a cover. It's the strongest bet of the weekend in my pure data. Here's a matchup I like. It's strength versus strength. The Dallas passing offense versus the Green Bay passing defense. Any passing metric you look at, Dallas is a top five throwing team. Green Bay, they're a top eight passing defense. And there's one name I want to highlight here. 
Jair Alexander. This guy has been in and out of the lineup all year with injuries, only played seven games. However, the last three games he started, the last three in a row here, these guys are 3-0. and The Green Bay Packers are 3-0 and with him in the lineup. This pass defense was top 10 without him, and now you have him in midseason form, not too beat up at the right time in a playoff game. A huge factor in this game as well is going to be Packers star running back Aaron Jones. He's battled injuries all year, but is fully healthy now, as we saw last week. How important is this guy? Well... When he rushes the ball 20 times or more, the Packers are 4-0, and including the last three games, and that is a prop to watch. The Packers are going to attack this Dallas defense on the ground with Jones to control the clock. Try to find that prop, Aaron Jones, rushing attempts at 20. You're looking for 19 and a half. I think, that is a, I think that's a great prop, and coincidentally... You cannot find that anywhere right now. It's not posted. <laughs> and then we have the history factor. You talked about it a little before. Under Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys have made the playoffs the last two seasons. Two years ago, they lost in a wild card round to Jimmy G and the San Francisco 49ers. Dak was sacked five times, intercepted once. Dallas never led that game, and they were the favorite. Last year, they beat a Tom Brady-led Bucks team who limped into the playoffs with huge injuries all over the field on the road. I think everybody remembers that was the team that everybody was saying, this is the worst team to make the playoffs, all that stuff. That Tampa Bay team went three and four down the stretch in their last seven games and didn't face a team with a running record until they saw Dallas in the wild card round. That's the only playoff win that McCarthy has, a beat-up Tampa Bay team that didn't beat a team with a winning record. Then they lost to San Francisco again last or that year, this time on the road. So in the two playoff losses, the Cowboys have averaged 14 points a game. And get this, they had the number one and number four offense in the league those years. History repeats itself here as the Cowboys come in with a number one offense again. Give me the Packers, sir, plus seven and a half. You, you make a compelling argument. I think I think there's a lot of arguments to be made that the, the Cowboys might smoke them and it'll be like not even close. I, or... I could I could come back on this podcast next week and say I have egg all over my face, but I but I don't know I believe you, it here. I believe I don't it. <laughs> know that you will. My data says Packers two plus seven and a half. I I uh Jordan Love looked great. He's looked great in the last few games. He's looked really good. Yes, there's yeah. going to be a lot of answers about what Dallas could or cannot do, uh, can or cannot do in the playoffs here moving forward. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Well, honestly, I think Mike McCarthy's now coaching for his job. He loses this one. Ooh. Yeah, that's bad. That that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> that that would make him one in three in the playoffs. But and he and he lost to Jordan Love and a beat up Tampa Bay team. You you can't do that in Dallas. No. No. All right, man. Another game that I think we both love. And I, I think there's so game. many, there can be so many bets in this game. I think it's the game of the week. Los Angeles Rams at the Detroit Lions. The Lions, uh, where do they land now? They're laying three, uh, three. Yeah. They're laying yeah. three They're now. Three now. Yep. Yeah, down from that three and a half. Uh the over-under in this one is 51 and a half. It's pretty high. Uh, so I bought the Rams at three and a half. Uh, I think you did too. Yep. Uh I, I love the over in this one as well. I, th I think it's going to be a shootout uh, and I've got more on that in our featured bets as a shootout. I really think there's a strong case to be made for that. Uh, but my best bet here is, and I'm taking another risk. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. Rams money line. Oh, let's go, sir. You just slapping it game. out there. You're just slapping it out. Mm -hmm. And I, I might even slap down a future on the Rams to win the Super Bowl. I, I, I oh. think, I, yeah, 
I did do I, it on the NFC. Yeah, it's one of those crazy teams, man. Here we go. And there we go. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it for you. There, I believe. Oh, I I want to say they were fifty to one to win the Super Bowl. Fifty to one, and they're so three games away. So I should, <laughs> I should. I should have bought it a long time ago. Uh, I like it, yeah. sir. Flop it out. Well, <laughs> well, I guess for tax <laughs> for tax purposes, it is a uh, win because if you get a fifty to one uh, winner, you 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 know you're kind of almost compelled to. Well, anyways, that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> yes, the, yes. The Lions are hosting a playoff game for the first time since 1993, and they face their former first-round pick and former franchise quarterback. Isn't that something? Yes. With Jared Goff, the quarterback they swapped out for Matthew yeah. Stafford years ago. Man, what a storyline. The Lions have minus 0.7. Let me say that again. Minus Negative minus 0.7 net yards per play in their last three games. That's crazy. Yep. Their defense is horrible, John. They are 26th in opponent yards per play, which is the worst among playoff teams. They're secondary, 30th in opponent yards per pass. And on offense, Goff most likely won't have his favorite target and NFL record-setting rookie tight end Sam Laporta. If Laporta does play, I don't see how. We both saw his knee, man. I don't see how this guy plays. Even if he plays, he's not going to be a hundred percent. Bottom they, line, I, I believe they did rule him out today. Oh, they did. I didn't yep. see that. Okay, yep. late. They, yeah. did, they, it, they did it later this afternoon, so they did rule him out. Hyperextended usually means ACL. Anyway, even if it's, when people say it's a sprain, most people don't know this. That means tearing. It just didn't rip all the way through. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Okay, he's out. Well, there you go. Bottom line, did the line move? I don't even know. Uh, bottom line, Lions are about to face a red-hot Rams team since their uh, bye week. Check this out. <laughs> they are 7-1. and one. They're ranked fourth in uh, in uh, per play EPA, fifth in success rate, 10th in opponent success rate. And the Rams style of play, run, throw, throw, it's a nightmare for this Lions defense. That's why I think the Rams are going to win this game outright. Rams money line, best bet. Love it. Love it. And now you convinced me. I got to get the money line as well. Uh, I took the safer route. I like the Rams plus three and a half here. And it's a popular pick right now. We got the pros and the Joes on the Rams right now at the plus three and a half. Uh, When I checked these numbers, that's what they were buying. Uh, 74% of the tickets, 84% of the money is on the Rams right now. If anyone knows how to beat Goff, it's his old coach, Sean McVay, the man who drafted him and got him to a Super Bowl. On the other side, you have Stafford returning to the city. He spent most of his career against the spread. The Rams are a machine as of late six and one against the spread over the last seven games, including two and oh against the spread as the underdog, the matchup to watch here. The Rams offense versus the Lions defense. Rams are the eighth highest scoring offense versus a 23rd ranked scoring defense of the Lions. The Lions especially fall apart in the second half on defense, ranked 32nd and 20th in the third and fourth quarter. So don't worry if they're not covering early. The Rams will come back, and that's where they're going to win that second half. Yeah, absolutely. And my last best bet on this game right here and, and for this week, Rams-Lions over 51 and a half. I'm, I'm taking the over for the same reasons above. Everything you mentioned, everything I mentioned, Jared Goff is going to be able to throw to his receivers. Though. I mean, he, he will get yards. It's not like he's mm-hmm. not going to get yards here. Uh, and, and the Rams secondary knows that. Uh, they cut just the other day. Maybe it was, it was either yesterday or today. 
uh, one of their defensive ends, Ernest Brown. He's a fifth-round pick uh, back in 2021. And they did that to make room for another cornerback coming off of IR. Duke Shelley was placed on IR in late November. He's not a star player. But the point is, it's a sure sign that the Rams are doing what they can to slow the Lions' passing game. He does pretty well in certain packages, and he's got a lot of – I think one of the stats was um, six out of the uh, uh, nine times that the balls were thrown his way, uh, he defended it, defended those passes. Nice. Um, tells me they're anticipating a shootout. They need to compensate for Jared Goff and that, that, that throwing offense. Uh, my best bet here is over 51.5. I think we're going to look back and say, wow, they, they – they got they broke through that pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, here we go. You had a teaser. I got a teaser, sir. And it involves the Monday night football game. Philadelphia minus three at Tampa Bay, 44. It is minus three, I think, right now. Or did it go back down to two and a half? Is that minus three? I I have minus three uh, yeah. hours before we're recording this. Let me check, yeah. and I'll break in here if, it, if it's changed. So my best bet here, I'm going to – I'm going to uh, – do the teaser here a six point teaser tampa bay plus nine houston plus eight and a half i already laid out my case for houston at the beginning of the podcast i like houston getting a second crack at flacco now for tampa bay i am riding baker mayfield one more time this season and i say one more because i don't know if they can win but i'm pretty damn sure they can cover nine i'm going to start by calling him baker the money maker tampa bay buccaneers have been my most profitable team on the year Philadelphia obviously struggling the last few weeks, going one and five straight up, and they haven't covered a spread in seven straight games. A seven-game spread losing streak. Then you look at the injury report. Swift, Smith, Brown, Hurts, Darius Big Play Slay. The Eagles' biggest playmakers are banged up, and even if they do play, are they going to be effective? They sure haven't been the last few weeks. The Eagles have a minus 18 turnover differential versus the Bucks in this game. Anything over 10 for me is usually a bet against. This is almost double. Hertz has 20 turnovers on the year when you add up the fumbles and the interceptions. And I should know he's my fantasy quarterback. This could be a Tampa Bay win straight up. There's always one big upset on wildcard weekend. But I'm taking the easy way out here, sir. Give me the teasers. Bucks plus nine, Texans plus eight and a half. So I really believe in, and I bought the Eagles at minus two and a half. I don't know if we're going to ever see that number again because, it, but it, I, and I say that only because I love this bet. And yes, I'm going to tease the Bucks, and and a lot of different bets as well, and the and the Texans for that matter. But um, here we are, both talking about team game, teams like like the Cowboys and the Bucks, and uh, and and we can see who they're playing, and who, but we're going to tease them. We're going to tease them because because it's safer. I, yes. I think I think that just tells us. This is going to be a heck of a super wild card weekend. These for games sure. are going to be so fun to watch. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Can't right. wait, sir. Can't with, wait. With that, a quick reminder. Hey, we've got a ton more bets on the NFL this week that we like to call our Daddy Sharp featured bets. And our featured bets aren't going to be all spreads and over-unders. we got a lot of uh, props in there, too, that you're going to really want to pay attention to. And we share them all exclusively on our website, daddysharps.com. So definitely check those out. All right. So let's recap some of these bad boys. And we got a lot of them for you here. This is free money, folks. Free money. Browns at Texans under 44 and a half. I love that. Dolphins at Kansas City. I like Isaiah Pacheco over 59 and a half rushing yards. All you got to do is get 60. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. 
Give me the under in the weather, the snowstorm, the wind, under 36 and a half. Green Bay at Dallas. Hey, I'm, I'm laying it out there, okay? Packers plus seven and a half. Rams at Lions. Give me and give you the Rams plus three and a half. You brave soul over there, and I like what you're doing. And then the teaser. I like the Bucks up to nine with the Texans up to eight and a half. I'm down with pretty much all of those. You know the ones I'm not, but I uh, love your bets. <laughs> it's just, ah, it's yes. just, folks, it's just the Packers seven and a half. We've been talking about it all week, basically. Yep. And, uh, I just, it's just, I can't get there yet. And, I, and I'm probably wrong. Hey, I'm hey, probably wrong. It's one of those where you're, at the end of it, you look like a genius or an idiot. <laughs> well, I, hope I'm, I hope I'm a genius. They could easily lose by 40. <laughs> But what Davis they says they won't. What if they win outright? Oh God! Oh, I'm gonna. You, you can see that happening too, though, in Dallas. You can see it happening. Now I have to get the money line. <laughs> <laughs> All right, recap of my best bets. Uh, I got the Browns at the Texans. I like the Browns minus two and a half. I think they'll cover uh, that that one uh, on the road. Dolphins at Kansas City. I like the Finns plus four. I don't count them out. Why would you count them out? They're explosive, and it's the Chiefs. Yep. Steelers at Buffalo. Taking the Steelers plus 10. One unit, one unit, taking the Steelers plus 10. And then I've got a teaser. Cowboys down to one, uh, one and a half, probably at this point, and the Bucks up to nine. because so they're at that three right now. The T and a half is not available anymore. Uh, and then I've got the Rams at Lions. I'm taking the Rams money line. There is value there. There is value on that bet. I'm also taking a plus three and a half, but I like yes. that money line bet. Rams Lions over 51 and a half. It is going to be a shootout game. That's going to do it this week, John. This week, that's going to do it. Except you have one more thing you wanted to say? Yes. Okay. Check us out on social media. Look for the Daddy Sharps on Instagram uh, and Twitter. We're going to be back next week all our best bets and much more that's right that's right and hey be sure and gamble responsibly within your means as well because the bets we share are based on our own research we don't always win but one heck of a weekend and john uh i guess i have a you had one more thing to say i've got one more thing to say too and it's in the form of a question and that question is who is your daddy we are stay tuned